May I speak these words in the name of God, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning everyone, welcome to the Archdeaconry and it's great to be with you on this Trinity Sunday for your worship, the Sunday after Pentecost when the journey, the amazing journey we've had since that first Sunday in Advent as we prepared to welcome the coming Christ through to Easter and his crucifixion and resurrection, the feast of the ascension and the coming of the Spirit are now wound into this wonderful and mysterious doctrine of our faith, the Blessed Holy Trinity, God's saving plan, and us drawn into relationship with the living God. And it's wonderful to join with you then on this Trinity Sunday as you continue in your series of reflecting on prayers that we find in the scriptures. And we know that prayer is one of the foundational ways in which we nurture that living relationship with God, in which we grow in it, and the place where we understand who God is more and who we are in Christ more and more. And so this morning, we come to this wonderful prayer that St. Paul prayed for a fledgling church in Colossae. Scholars agree that this letter was written around the same time as St. Paul wrote the letter to the Ephesians, around AD 60, and therefore written from prison in Rome. And we remember as we come to this, that it is a letter. This prayer is found in a letter that Paul wrote to a church. And we can feel Paul's care and energy in it. And we know he couldn't physically get to them from a different perspective, but nonetheless a feeling we have right now, as here in the UK and in many places across the world, we remain in levels of isolation from one another. Bearing in mind then it's a letter, it's responding to something, something come to be known as the Colossian heresy, the detail of which not much is known. But what we see as we hear one side of the conversation is Paul's response. Epaphras, who had become a Christian under Paul's leadership in Ephesus, was sent to Colossae and the church was born there and a local philosophy or philosophies were coming against this fledgling Christian community, clearly causing them to wonder or doubt some of the things they had come to believe in their Christian faith. And it would seem these were particularly focused on the person of Christ because Paul speaks a lot about who Jesus is in this letter. And we know, if you've read on from this morning's reading, that the verses straight after this wonderful prayer is that great hymn to Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. This is the one in whom you have come to believe. Don't doubt and get on with his mission. And like in his other letters then, and we come to consider that this morning, Paul prays for the community for which he deeply cares. And 
we might feel like there's nothing new under the sun as we hear this context this morning, because in our own world today, we know that there are many philosophies, other beliefs, or things that would challenge us holding fast to the faith we have in Christ. So what do we hear then in Paul's wonderful prayer for these early Christians for us today? Well, I think in summary, what St. Paul's prayer sets out for them and for us is an articulation of what it is to be a Christian. Paul prays that their Christian faith, their knowing God, would go deeper and deeper. And as a result, they would be strengthened to live their Christian faith out in the world and rejoice in it. The foundation then is deepening, as Paul prays, our understanding and our knowing God. He says, We have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. In the face of competing theories, things that were challenging the firm foundation of the faith of this fledgling church, Paul wants them to know and to continue to grow in that faith, the God who loves them, revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. They, like we, needed to consider how we and they do that. For us, we know that that deepening of our faith comes in our dwelling in the Word, our reading of the Scriptures, our prayer, that foundation, that heartbeat of our Christian journey, our studying the Word together, praying together, reading more widely, talking with one another. I know that all those things are important to you as a community at St Luke's, and I hope and pray that at this time when we are doing those things at home and virtually together, that you find those things a blessing. And in this extraordinary time, when we're thinking very deeply about what is going on in God's world and who we're called to be as a church, you have the chance to go deeper and deeper into God in your knowing and understanding and that we together are prepared to be surprised by the God who is all love and is with us always. And as we grow in that maturity, that depth of knowing and being known by God, Paul says, so we will be better able to endure. I know right now you are doing so much to support one another in that endurance and the communities you serve. Thank you for that. And we need one another on this journey and for each of us on it. As we individually and together go deeper with God, Paul encourages us that that is our firm foundation, our rock, our place to stand in times of challenge and test. 
And so what? As we go deeper and as we are more fully known, Paul says, so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, and as you bear fruit in every good work. The so what is that knowing God more fully and being more fully known by God means we can do nothing else than live out our Christian calling, yours and my vocation in our daily living, wherever we find ourselves, being part of God's kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. Together as God's church across the world, here in the Church of England and certainly in our diocese, we're reflecting together on how God is moving amongst us in these extraordinary days, calling us to think of new and creative ways to reach our communities. Thank you for all that you're doing right now to do just that and change lives, changing lives. Here, our diocesan commitment to mission, we know now more than ever, changes everything as we seek to be faithful to God's call to us. So I encourage you in these days and in all the days ahead as we look forward, hopefully before too long, to be together again, to continue to pray and talk and think together, seeking to discern how God is calling you to be, to serve your communities, to bear good fruit for the kingdom of God. And we know that in our world right now, that call is not just a future thing. It is about today in the challenges faced in your communities and perhaps in your households by COVID-19. We need one another today to be bearers of good works, the fruit of the kingdom of God. And in this week that has been, as together we stand against the sin of racism in God's world, we need our voices, our lives to declare the gift of all humanity made in the image of God. We are one in Christ. And what Paul calls us to as we go deeper and deeper and as we are pushed further and further to a world in need is to rejoice to give thanks to God, the God who is love, who calls us in and sends us out and who is with us always. And that's where we come to a key reminder this morning in this text, a key reminder that it is a letter written to a community. So while we hear it in our homes this morning, we are reminded that even in this way, we are the body of Christ. And on this Trinity Sunday, as we marvel in the mystery of relationship inherent in who God is, we are reminded by Paul, by this great feast day, that we are the body of Christ. That this letter is written to us together. This is our calling. So today, people of St. Luke's, 
can I thank you for being the body of Christ the church, for the communities that you serve, and to encourage you in that, in these most complex days, to keep going deeper and to keep thinking creatively about how God is calling you to serve your communities and to rejoice in the God who is love. So hear this prayer of St. Paul, which is about changed lives, changing lives, prayed for you now. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you, the people of St. Luke's Ramsgate, and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. May you be made strong and may you be prepared to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Amen.